computer. Nice. Hey, guys, we're back. This is Kevin Moses. I'm with Rob Phipps. Woo! Aaron Boyce. Hey, guys. <laughs> Paul Witt. Paul, can you hear me through that coronavirus mask? I do, Kevin, and this is just to socially media distance myself from everyone. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. you're welcome. Yeah, you care for None us. taken. Yeah. Guys, what do we call this podcast? It's been too long. Uh, Spain toast. Uh, Ooh. Oh, no. Not Spain. Not Spain is toast. I'm saying no. different countries. Yeah. Well, listeners, we just felt like we had nothing else to do, so we thought we'd talk to each other and record. That's why we're doing mm. this. Mm. Yeah. Kevin, from my own peace of mind, you have something that's showing that this is recording. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay, it's not showing the recording here. I have a button where I can pause it and a button where I can stop it. And I have some reaction awesome. buttons, too. This is a whole new platform for us, uh, listeners. Uh, we've had to change platforms because uh, the government restrictions uh, mm-hmm. we're having to use something different. Is this platform jacking? Is that what this is? It Ooh. is platform jacking. Yeah. Rob, how did that originate? Speaking of camp. Uh, that actually came from a different camp. We got that at Tweakage. Tweakage. Um, we, so, I, so we did get one thing at Tweakage. Yes, I stole that term from the camp, and it was one of those things where that problem was so, like, under my skin all the time. <laughs> and once I found, like, a term for it, almost like finding a, like, having a disease and, like, a doctor says, this is what you got. And then it was like. Do you need, do you need some hand sanitizer to affect <laughs> under your skin? Yeah. Well, just, can you, can you hand it to me through the Zoom? <laughs> Rob, you you kind of had a victim mentality once you knew what plat jacking was, right? Like, yeah, well, once I had a term for it, then I was like, this is what this is, and it needs to stop. Yeah. So then I went on a, yeah. you know, stop plat jacking um, platform. Did you make an X on your hands? Is that kind of what you did? No, I did a social engagement movement on um, GoFundMe. <laughs> Is that stop. for your birthday you have nope. people to donate to something yes. on Facebook? Yes. Give money, <laughs> give money to stop blackjacking. Were you raising awareness? Yes. I was raising uh, – it was actually a fun raiser. So. Fun raiser. Was that when you asked us to, to send thoughts? Because I was sending tons of thoughts. <laughs> sending thoughts. Well, I was, uh, I was telling people to stop sending their thoughts while I was trying to communicate stuff from the platform. That's it. That's exactly it. So, here at the outset of this episode, there are a couple of things we probably should go over. First of all, kind of a disclaimer. Um, and the disclaimer is, we're doing this in the middle of coronavirus, but we're still going to try to have fun. So, anything we say that's socially insensitive, sorry. And, uh, if there's still, whoa, 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 whoa. Speaking of insensitive, uh, is he amongst us? I felt his presence. Did you you have your to, screen, Nate. Of course. I think Nate is joining us, but it's you have to, technology. You have to click the video. Computer audio, video. Hey, listen. Oh, whoa. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Nate, <laughs> you're here. Dude. Joining us live. So sorry. Live from Travers Since we're so close. Yeah, you guys are very close. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I figured out the whole... You can do backgrounds thing yet. I feel very uncool. Well, Nate, that's all we've that's all we've done since we were waiting for you for the last thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's fair. And Kevin, Kevin's was actually chosen. Like that's actually the one. That he... <laughs> <laughs> so Kevin, I want to be just like I always am. He's like vanilla ice cream. Yes, right. the most background you could think of. Oh yes, that's good. <laughs> Nate, it's good to have you with us. For listeners, we we were told like. 30, 40 minutes ago that Nate couldn't join us, and so we are just so thrilled you're here, Nate. Mm. I I had something I thought was going to be done by now, so I didn't even mention it, and then it wasn't quite, so sorry about that. Well, you didn't miss much. I was actually just going over, like, the preliminary uh, (laughs) apology for what we're about to do (laughs) during this moment in our our country's time. Um, So, yeah, listeners, we want to bring some humor to your day or Mm. night or whenever you're listening to this. But we also will try to try, being the operative word, we'll try to be sensitive to true uh, hard things that are going on. But that leads me to my first question. 
Um, you guys all know there's something massive that has happened since we last recorded an episode. It's something that's changed our world, changed yes. my world, changed our life. Yes. And that is Nate yes. got married. Yeah. Nate got married. Nate got married. <laughs> that's how long it's uh, been since we did yes. this. <laughs> it is. Nate, how long have you been married? Uh, almost seven months. <laughs> technically, technically, how long have you been married? Wow, no, that is. We've all we were all there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the last time we were all together I, I before tonight. That we're. I made it to that together. one. I made it to the last time we all hang out. <laughs> On time, so yeah, yeah. Helps that I helps that I set the schedule and cleared all of your schedule to be there. That helps. Nate, you have a you have a stray like. <laughs> no, dude. It, my my hair is a situation these days. This is unfortunately just how it is. I wear a hat all day at work and then just pray on Sundays that it works out. <laughs> I, assume, I assume your barber has shut down because of the coronavirus. Mm, they sure have. <laughs> uh, my hair is a situation. I'm putting that in the show notes. <laughs> uh, as the um, kids say, mood. Oh, yeah. Hey, let's let's all uh, just reminisce for a moment about Nate's wedding weekend because there were a few things oh, that were enjoyable for me. Not yeah. all of us, maybe the four of us. <laughs> <I'm> right. <laughs> I got a list. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so for me, it started where Rob and I worked out this whole thing, the whole plan where we were going to fly down from Detroit to Greenville oh. together. Oh. You remember this, Rob? I uh, I haven't thought about it in seven months. <laughs> so we booked tickets together. You know, the whole weekend was going to start early, early, early Saturday morning, and we met up mm. in Flint Airport. Yeah, Flint, not Detroit, and, and fly down. And so I get to Flint Airport, and Flint's small, so you get to get there like 45 minutes ahead of time. You're good. I get there. Rob's not there. 30 minutes ahead of time. Rob's not there. 20 minutes. I'm texting him. I'm at the counter. I'm texting. Like, hey, dude. Hey. Hey. 10 minutes before the flight, Rob calls me. Oh, bro. I just woke up. <laughs> no. That has never, oh, yeah. never, ever happened to me. <laughs> and you're, and you're yeah, a good, once, obviously. Yeah. And you're a good hour from the Flint Airport, maybe 50, 45 minutes if you book it. Yep. Uh, so speaking of booking, Rob, sweet talk to the travel agent or whoever. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I just want to be very honest at this point. I live 20 minutes from the Detroit Airport. Kevin, who got up at, he probably went to bed at 10, got up at 10.30 a.m. PM to get ready to go to Flint. He's down there at like 4.30 in the morning. I, I sleep <laughs> probably straight up till 6 o'clock when we're supposed to depart. Kevin goes to the counter, does all the work, gets my flight, transferred to Detroit. I do wow. nothing but get ready, leisurely drive to Detroit, get coffee, <laughs> sit by the gate, take a cat nap, meet up with Kevin at our connection where he's been up for six days i'm fresh as a baby so i just want to be very clear kevin is your concierge yes yeah and a good one yeah none, none taken so kevin did a lot of that and so then we get to greenville and we hang out with my brothers for half a day and that was kind of fun and then we met up with aaron i think is that the next thing so what day is this sunday Saturday. Aaron flew in late Saturday. Oh, yeah. Because the wedding was on a weird Monday, right? Yeah. Not a normal weird Monday. Monday. <laughs> it was a weird Monday. A weird Monday. <laughs> it's like a freaky Friday, but more casual. Yeah. Yeah. Paul, yeah. you were like in Pennsylvania until the day before. Is that right? Or Yeah, I took Jackson up to college. Oh, that's right. And then I came back on Saturday night. Uh, I went to church here Sunday. And I think I came down to Greenville Sunday afternoon and connected with you guys. That's right. Aaron, Rob, and I had a killer breakfast Sunday morning at Shaft. Oh, yeah. Remember that? That's That's right. And then went to church. Yep. Every time Kevin and I fly to meet one of you guys, there's a killer breakfast involved somewhere. (laughs) Like the one at the Park Cafe in Utah. Oh. Yeah. Paul was there as well. But I'm saying Kevin and I made that flight together. I was barely there for that one. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. That was part of the six hours you were there. Yeah, the 48 hours to get to uh, Salt Lake to be there for 24 hours. Drama. Yeah. Yeah. So that Sunday, anyway. I think, was the first time we saw Nate that weekend mm-hmm. yes. at church. At church. Yep. And then the afternoon, Rob and Aaron do what they always do, hung out at Starbucks while I went running. Yep. But just like that <laughs> time. Mm-hmm. And then, and then we connected, all of us. 
and Brett yes, Sanders. I, fl- I flew in from Brevard into Greenville, <laughs> uh, rented my own car, and then and then we uh, we broke bread uh, at some sports restaurant. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. wings and stuff, and then um, and then so we connected with Nate later that night. Well, later that night we connected with Nate and went to McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sauce packet shuffle. Yeah, Pop all off. good wedding stories start at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Who won Soft Packet? I don't. I don't. It, I know he didn't weird. lose it. But. It feels. It feels so important in the moment, and now. Oh, <laughs> 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 like, I got nothing. There's no well way. Said. Well, there was. Well said, Nate. Yeah. Sanders. B. Rep. Sanders was with us. Who yeah, else yeah. was with us? Uh, I think that was it. I think that was it. Yes, yeah, so we we went to the. Better yeah, hope it was, it was, we just we just offended somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hope they're not listening. No, I I was you guys, and then it was Brett. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because it was because there were there were three teams of two for Can Jam that we mm-hmm. cycled through. So five of us, and then That's a right. six. Can Jam keeps our world together. Mm. Orients us. The world just needs a whole lot of Can Jam right now. Oh. Oh, there but then it's a lot of people. Of mulch that was very ripe. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so we go to Top Golf, and uh, we all signed up our membership for the first time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> still remember. Uh, <laughs> I've used that since. Stop touching your face. <laughs> oh. <sorry. laughs> it's just not go. real. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then we played Can Jam in the parking lot, which was very fun. And Tom the golf ball. I well, the only thing I remember was I was like really good at Can Jam that night. I vaguely remember. <laughs> I had a slot that night. Yeah, mm-hmm. you did. That's true. You did. And then I, uh, all I remember is finishing up about midnight and then driving back to Brevard. Oh. Somehow back I went to one thirty in the morning to get up into my bathroom to wait for the cereal. That was of all uh, the connections you have, Paul. I don't understand why yeah. you can do that. <laughs> well, I think Christy wanted to come. I brought my to wife wedding. to the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just think you would have you would have like gotten a hold of Shoeless Joe Jackson's grandson, who you met. You know. <laughs> <laughs> So wedding was great, reception was great. Remember that. Food was great. Uh, food was great. Was great. Awesome. We helped clean up afterward. Had a little program blitz afterward. Yep. I wondered year. how that all went, because we, like Emily and I, came back to the apartment after that, and we knew our families were going to show up once it was all torn down, and they showed up quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, there wasn't well, much there. No. I, I well, no. Your family, your family said that we were the ones who were supposed to do it. That they had to go connect with you guys. <laughs> That that checks out. If my memory serves me correctly, we were all just like talking, hanging out, and like John Conable and Brett Sanders started working, and we were like, "Oh yeah, uh, that sounds like normal." Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys should have called us on the radio. We would have been there. I'm pretty sure I was directing people. I was like, "Hey, you kid." Yeah, you were on the sound trailer. Yeah. Look at a gator. Get a gator. And then, Paul, you had to take off. I think right. Or you did I had to go to work. Yeah, I had to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> then, then Rob and I and Aaron I went late. to we went to Henry Smoke House. Yes, we did. Oh, yes, we did. And then we went to Bob Jones. Mm-hmm. We went, we went to, to Henry Smoke House, and then shout out to Brother Steve, <laughs> who has nothing to do, I think, now because classes are canceled. Uh, he does have a bluegrass band, but I'm sure he's listening. But uh, we just randomly texted him. was like, hey, we're in the area. And he's like, come by. And we show up. And his secretary is like, oh, you're the guy. He cleared his whole schedule for you guys. And we're like, <laughs> walking in like shorts and a t-shirt. And we're like, hey. <laughs> and it was really fun. Just got that yeah, it was fun. For a while. Yeah. Was then we had a bonfire. No. <laughs> if only. <laughs> if only. <laughs> well, I want to get to the Utah discussion. I was just going to say, the other event we need to talk about is not COVID-19, but is Aaron's survival. Yeah. Well, I went to Jerusalem, and then I came back. Oh, just in right. between all that. That's the only thing, I was, <laughs> only thing else that happened. I went to Africa. I went to Jerusalem and came back. 
And Paul, you also lost a small child worth of weight. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> lost a small child in, of weight. That is, we'll be having a great child in July, yeah. <laughs> One of those is a better use of the I was like, I need, <laughs> I need to be better connected to this group because I was very unaware of this unfortunate. <laughs> Lots of small child. <laughs> For those of you listening, Paul's children are all okay. Yes. Matter of fact, <laughs> you must bad be... reception, bad connectivity. You may have missed something there. No. Small ones. Yeah. And, and even <laughs> tiny Jack Jack. 60 some pounds. That's all you talking about. Jack Jack, who never had a growth spurt. He's <laughs> <laughs> also okay. Is he, you lose 60 pounds, Paul? Uh, yeah, about 60, 65, something like that. Wow. So, listeners, oh. if you want tips in, in how to lose weight, if Paul oh. sounds different, that's why. Yeah, don't sign up for anything online. Just talk to Paul. And it, and he'll probably tell you for free. There won't be anything you have to buy. Or right. I'd be glad to tell you for free. Or I don't need a life coach. I won't put your before and after picture on my profile or anything. <laughs> Just sign up through his link below. <laughs> Paul, I noticed you haven't posted story pics of, like, obnoxious foods or things. Like, you're like, oh, look, an avocado is my best friend. And you should do that, too. <laughs> I think I posted one workout picture in eight months. So. <laughs> but I have worked out more than once, I promise. <laughs> okay, so Aaron, tell us what happened today. All I know is that there was an earthquake and you're still alive. Oh. Give us the details. Yeah, okay, so I, uh, I, <laughs> what are you showing me? What is that? I can't see I it. record. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead, tell me, tell us, four, uh, 5.7, right? Yeah, I woke up at 3 a.m. this morning, you know, just normally. I'm kind of like, okay, I've still got some time to sleep. And the next thing I remember is <laughs> I wake up to – I wake up to being shaken pretty, pretty significantly. And if you've never – and I've never been through an earthquake before, so your mind huh. is scrambling to figure out, like, what, what is going on. Like, And so someone's pushing me. No one's pushing me, okay? Uh, <laughs> my room is shaking. Uh, someone hit our, 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 uh, our house with a car or there's a big crash outside or something. And then about four seconds in, probably in reality, you realize this is an earth. I mean, I know we live on a fault line and so it's been like a, it's been a, a possibility, but it's not like common for Utah. Um, so the room is shaking. <laughs> so I'm like, and it's loud. You're hearing rumbling. You know, sometimes um, after going through some aftershocks, you don't hear stuff, but I was definitely you're definitely hearing it, right? Huh. And, um, and so the room's shaking. My uh, all I'm hearing is kind of like my metals. I've got some metals hanging up there, kind of clanging against each other. Nothing really falls off uh, the walls, but you're starting to realize what's going on. There was probably about 15 seconds worth of, of rumbling, and then you know, five to ten more seconds of just, like, swaying back and forth until it all stops. And um, so I, I finally realized what's going on. I get up. There, there's an older couple that lives above me, so I go up to check on them just to be outside in general. And, um, you know, my pastor, I live I live uh, in the same kind of housing property as my, my pastor does, and we're all outside. Uh, it's 7.10, so um, my alarm was set for 7.30, and I stayed awake. Your snooze. Your snooze was set for 7.30. You've been already set three. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was crazy. We, we've had several aftershocks. I didn't feel all of them. One was while I was in the shower, and I take pretty violent showers anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and another, there are 4.6 aftershocks. Um, happened while I was driving, so I actually didn't notice it. Um, but so I was kind of bummed about that actually because it's, it's really fascinating and terrifying, and I'll never, yeah, I'll never forget that morning. It was so <laughs> crazy. What What are you showing? Violent <laughs> showers. <laughs> so far, I've heard that Nate pairs a situation and then takes violent showers. This is a great. Episode. I don't know how I didn't feel it. I, I'm not sure how I didn't feel it. So, hmm. Any damage? I mean, anything broken at the house? Anything no, major uh, damage couple, in town? Or? A couple things fell off uh, in Lucas and Liesel's house, my, my pastor's house. A couple things fell off their shelves. I went to the um, church, our church building, uh, which is closed, of course. Um, and there were some things that had fallen. A, a speaker had fallen with a stand on the ground, but it was still. Oh, uh, which speaker? 
Um, oh, not a person. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have him just on reserve, just in case. Um, <laughs> it had fallen, and a clock fell. I mean, just, just some random stuff. There's a rescue mission downtown. Um, the building next to it that had a lot of brick fall off of the facade, and some cracks here and there with some uh, some friends' homes and stuff like that. But nothing, really, nothing major that we know. The airport had to shut down because a water main burst in one of the terminals, and Ooh. So they had to I saw a video of that, the okay. water. I saw it on Twitter. Yeah, it wasn't, and, but nothing like, I mean, nothing compared to what's going, what happened behind me, of course. Um, you can just assess the damage. Oh, yeah. That's you can see. <laughs> I hope you're watching and not just listening because the, uh, he's sitting outside the house right now and you're right. That's not too bad. <laughs> I'll change my background, background real quick because, um, let's see. Um, I'm going to go back to none. Oh, I am oh. actually. I am actually um fourteen awful. fourteen stories high <laughs> high rise in Salt Lake City. Great place to be right now. Yeah. <laughs> Closer to heaven. So, the faith podcast. Salt Lake generally has oh what's so fascinating, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but <laughs> obviously we're not we're not uh we're not LDS. Um <laughs> we you talk you speaking for the city or none of, I, that I'm aware of, none of us in this chat are either. Um the Salt Lake Temple is currently undergoing some a four-year renovation to rate it so that it survives a uh, what's going on? so that it survives. <laughs> it's funnier that Kevin's face is missing. <laughs> what? Um, the temple is being renovated. I can't do this. This is happening. What's happening is Kevin's face is the same color as his wall. Um, anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. Moroni okay. is the angel on top of the temple, and he lost his freaking trumpet today. Like he dropped his trumpet. Now he just, he just looks like this, like he's shaking his fist at heaven. <laughs> um, which, you know. It's very symbolic. Yeah. It's very. A lot, a lot of, yeah, people are, I mean, that coupled with COVID-19 and everybody, it, it's crazy around here right now. Everybody losing hmm. their minds? Everybody shook. <laughs> no pun intended. No, they're not woke. They're not. Yeah, they should be woke. Yeah. <laughs> they need. I hope they get woke. They need to. Seriously woke. Yeah. Well, we're all glad you're okay, Aaron. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> crazy. Thanks. <laughs> so let me tell you a story. Yeah. So, are you still teaching? Is your school yeah. virtual, online? Not all my. I mean, we had forty thousand power outages, but none of my students were affected by that for some reason. So. Um, huh. There's a bright flash across the street while the earthquake was going on. <laughs> but every our power changed, you know. That's when you thought your eschatology was uh, being tested. <laughs> Dude, I'm you start considering things a lot more realistically. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had many nights growing up in Alaska where... Like some just something wakes you up very suddenly, and like my default as a good independent fundamental Baptist was like the rapture's happening. You wait two seconds, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm still here. We have a huge problem. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey Kevin, think think you're kind of struggling with that virtual background feature. <laughs> I'm enjoying playing around with it. You guys, see, do you guys see anything? We see you immersed in Dawn right now. Okay. I just want you to see Dawn. That's all. Giant dinosaur. And, and for listeners, Dawn is not a person. Well, Dawn probably was a person. Is a person. Oh, Kevin. Hopefully still is a person. Uh, Rob, tell the story of Dawn. Uh, Dawn and the dinosaur were found at different times, correct? Yeah, dinosaur was first. Dinosaur was Bay Beach. Yeah, the dinosaur was like... we. Just found it by the van. Yeah. Like it was just like. Oh. It found you. Yes, it right. definitely found us and we used <laughs> it for a symbolic, uh, reward of the, uh, immunity idol. Yep. Yes. And, and Don was I like, 
Sounds like we're behind in Econo Foods at a. We were playing wall ball. Yeah, mm-hmm. like behind some shopping center maybe yeah. in Escanaba. No, no, um, Marquette. Probably. I think. All of them start running together, man. But we were definitely playing wall ball and behind. I think it was Sheboygan. Was it Sheboygan? Paul's pretty good. Down south, yeah. I trust Paul's memory over mine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would trust Paul's memory over yours, too. <laughs> <laughs> I live in the now, Kevin. Uh, yeah, now you're talking. Okay. <laughs> so, to, so to transition a little bit to the, to the topic Aaron mentioned, which is, of course, COVID-19. Yeah. Uh, so, anything else, it's not funny. Right. You guys Thanks don't know what I'm talking about, do you? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. It's just got a real serious. Aaron's like really serious about this. Well, hey guys. Awkward. Survive an earthquake. Come on. He's a little edgy right now. Hey, Paul, can you counsel Aaron on the sidebar while we just talk some stuff? I can't believe you guys haven't heard of this. I'm telling you right now. I'm going to go down there. <laughs> 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 okay, so real quick, who's uh who's like main occupation or like schedule of life has been adjusted? Aaron, you are a school teacher part time, most time. Yeah, part time, and now it's all online. Yep. Okay, but did school ever close for a day or two to adjust to online, or just like flip the switch, we're all online? Yeah. So yeah, we just uh, we used the weekend. They started. Passing on the regulations that Friday, so it was pretty easy. Wow. And what is what is the current Utah um, requirement? So Herbert, uh, Gary Herbert uh, restricted down to 100 last week, um, and it was supposed to start on Monday. And I assume the reason for that was to give the maybe they uh, LDS church uh, weekend to still. They decided not to, at least in Salt Lake, because our mayor kind of took that and said, "No, we're going to start that." Uh, right now for Salt Lake City. So please don't gather in groups of, of 100 or more. Obviously, a lot more has happened since then, but, yeah. yeah. So 100. And then, and then one of our school just districts closed down, and then it just kind of chain reaction from that point on. Yeah. Have the other schools uh, gone online or just canceled for now? Or? Um, online uh, for the most part. I, I think some of them – well, some of them had actual uh, quarantine cases where they there had been a – I don't know if it was a student or a teacher that had been exposed and been tested positive. That's why one of the school districts entirely closed down. We've had some, we've had some uh, people that are at our church that have had to self quarantine because the mm. school they went to. Um, yeah. So. Do, you, do you have any idea how many cases like confirmed in Utah right now? Or exactly? I think it's in like the scores still. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like 80. Yeah. Nate, What's your life like right now? Has it changed at all? Um, the so Since we are. Married? Oh, <laughs> so yes to Turbo. both. Yeah. Uh, it. Uh, I'm still going to work. I work in the field of construction, and right now our two main jobs are remodels on houses where the clients aren't living there. So it's essentially showing up to the job site with the two or three other coworkers who might be on site. Uh, and aside from possibly having to go out and get materials for the job, uh, there's not really any interaction with anyone else. And so it's a relatively contained, uh, situation. Our church is not meeting through the end of the month, uh, at least. So on that side, that's different. But, uh, but I think wife, I'm the only one. Your wife's Say it again. Emily's schedule has been. Yeah. She's working from home right now. She does a lot of research and curriculum preparing. Uh, as part of her job. And so she's, she's actually able to do a lot of that from home. So, yeah, it's been, it's been different, but not quite as different as it is for you four who have had major changes to what the, the day to day looks like. Yeah. And any idea what the numbers are in South Carolina or what they're like fan, you know, the hardline governor's orders? Uh, I believe 50 groups of 50 are the absolute maximum. Uh, we had two confirmed cases in Greenville County as of two days ago. And two confirmed cases really just means you have 
a whole bunch of other unconfirmed cases. <laughs> right. So. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Paul, what's the North Carolina report? Uh, <clears throat> Saturday was Saturday was the uh, day it got changed to executive order hundred, and then the schools obviously started Monday. We were out, and uh, sometime this week the executive order got lowered to fifty. So, uh, as of Friday last week, we were still planning on going with uh, normal services, but all that changed with the press conference. Uh, 4.30 on Saturday, so that left us scrambling to huh. get some things ready for Sunday for, for, uh, a so- socially, uh, distanced, uh, service on Sunday. So, since then, still go to the office every day. Um, and we're splitting up the devotional slash preaching slash reach out, uh, responsibilities. Um, Matt is our other, he's our lead pastor. He's also, he's also with Camps Abroad. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> no, thank you for covering. Um, uh, but so he, he has equally amount, uh, an equal amount of, uh, changes going on in, uh, international travel and camps have been set up. Yeah. And so, uh, that's a big deal. The other piece for us is we were supposed to start basketball workouts this, um, this week with school, so huh. that's, uh, that's obviously a no-go as all the sports have been, uh, canceled and forbidden for the foreseeable future. So, hmm. so yeah, very interesting. Very, uh, it's a very surreal and kind of a unique feel, aura, if you will, even these last few days. It's not a snowstorm. It's not anything. Weather's been great. It's just really odd. The atmosphere in the community. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, kind of like that, that wall, that kind of a hall, if you will, that fell over the, the country after 9-11 in some, in some weird ways. Not the apples and oranges, but it was still just a kind of a, everybody's thinking that you pass strangers, you don't know how, you don't, you don't talk about it, but it's just, it's just, uh, on everybody's mind, so. Yeah, you had this, uh, you know, I was talking with a stranger today and it's like, Usually with strangers, you're not too close to each other, but now it's like very <laughs> obvious that you're not very close to them. It's just really, really, exactly. really interesting. Rob, what's the... I think we went from 30, I think we went from 30 cases, um, Monday, we had 30 cases in the state to 70 yesterday. Yeah. But all that I think is a, it was, is a result of, uh, actually starting to test, so I don't, think that number's going to slow down anytime soon. I don't think there's any deaths in North Carolina. I know there's the one in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there, there's not any deaths in North Carolina. And the closest one to us is Buncombe County. So that'd be where Asheville is. That's the closest confirmed case. So, okay. But, like you say, I, it sounds like it's everywhere. We just don't know it. But. Yeah. Speaking of <clears throat> everywhere, uh, Rob, you want to mm. tell us about Michigan? I, I mean, you and I yeah, we were experiencing it. Seems like the domino effect is like, uh, for the Midwest it is. Ohio makes uber inflammatory, like, dogmatic state, like, you know, I don't think they can make eye contact down there. They're, they're taking the lead is the positive yeah. way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> and since Ohio and Michigan are, have this odd link in the national psyche, uh, we usually follow about a day after it seems like. But, uh, yeah, about Thursday we hit the, 250 mandatory, so they started making the mandatory actions, and man, was it, uh, we, we met Sunday, hmm. and, uh, had a pretty light crowd, and Monday was, they were starting oh, no. to, they were starting to do the, uh, restaurant shutdowns and lower the numbers to like 50 and 10, so. Yeah. We Our were starting to the 250 mandate on Sunday. So, so your church met on Sunday? Yep. We strongly oh. encourage people to stay home, but people that, the, the discussion we've been having back and forth is like single. Unique outreach don't strategy. What's that? That's a bold outreach strategy. Yeah. But. <laughs> Stay home. Please don't but. come. We don't want you to see what's going on here. Don't. Don't. Yeah. Don't come. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, for Michigan, at least, you know, today we hit over 100 cases. I think it's like 116 last I saw. Of course, confirmed, which means there's hundreds more. And then we did have our first death. Uh, today, hmm. and uh, and then 
everyone's economy feels it in different ways, but for us in Michigan, big three automakers just decided to close all U.S. plants, and that affects more than just Michigan, but the trickle-down <laughs> effect in this area is massive. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, much less the whole thing with no no dining at restaurants and all these yeah. places closed. But Are you guys all no dining at your various spots? Yeah, we're shut down. Yeah, Governor yeah. did an executive order yesterday, effective five o'clock yesterday. Yep. Yep. So that pizza you're eating must have been carry out, Aaron. <laughs> it was. It was uh, Papa Murphy's actually. So. <laughs> oh, take and bake. Thanks. What happens when, um, you know, it's like no more than 50 or whatever, but if your town itself is actually lower in numbers than that threshold? <laughs> On the other side, like, what if your family is more than that number? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, a little too personal. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. We were homeschooling <laughs> before it was cool. <laughs> when did it become cool? <laughs> About two days ago. We <laughs> homeschooled before it was mandated. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. So uh, we talked about this offline during our massive pre-show prep, which is uh, <laughs> this whole situation the last week. And I don't know about you guys, but it felt for me like last Wednesday, a week ago today, was like the tipping point or the swell, if you will, whatever you want to call it. But that's when all the major sports started canceling, and it, it really felt like it, it took a huge, massive up upturn and just the momentum of it but um in the last week uh what's like what are some good things you've seen come out of it and then what are some (laughs) not so good things uh really bad things maybe that have come out of it uh i I think it's just exposed uh, more of who we are in general and that's good and bad so yeah anyone want to start either a good thing or or a negative thing uh based on your interaction with people and maybe Maybe particularly online, although it doesn't have to say just social media interaction. Well, I don't, I mean, I think you guys know how, uh, cause we've discussed it before, we have a pretty high poverty level in our, in our county, mm-hmm. more than most people would actually understand. So when school's canceled, there's a pretty high percentage of uh, kids who don't get meals, which is true in most stuff, in most school districts, but ours is at a pretty extreme level. So, uh, they were able to get, whatever mandate or whatever uh, grant or approval um, that they actually can use the school buses and they're actually good bus drivers paid are able to take meals around to the actual bus route and drop meals off. Uh They're taking Uh, the kids. Yeah. We actually can take them to the kids on the, using the the school system buses and the drivers. Yeah. So I think 1,800 meals. I mean, families mm-hmm. call in or, or however they can online or whatever to request that that meal be dropped off at a certain some of their bus stops mm-hmm. at certain time, and and the and then they they broadcast the times the school system does. So I think 1,800 meals were delivered today. Uh, that's breakfast mm-hmm. and lunch. Wow. Uh, for kids, that's kind of a, sad in a way, but it's kind of cool that. Uh, because that just doesn't happen without a lot of organization. Cause yeah. Again, our county's been on has had virtual school enabled since we moved here five years ago. So, um, middle school and high school, they all have their issued computers, and there's a uh, I think five to seven preloaded virtual days already for weather. Mm. And since we have a pretty mild winter, I don't I think they used one this winter. So they've got some virtual days. So they've not actually had to miss school yet. Um, again, a lot of districts are going that route out of necessity, but they're scrambling to put things together. So that kind of helps. Um, but to have extra volunteers come in and help prepare all those meals, uh, and it'll be like that however long we're out. And we also had, I think, five or six local restaurants before this was set up and then for the weekends that are offering free meals, no questions asked to uh, school-age students. Uh, breakfast and lunch. There's five or six different local restaurants. So that's kind of a cool thing that's come out of it. Yeah, our area is similar. Uh, they're not taking meals to the kids, but the kids can come to one of four or five school buildings and pick up lunches. And then also there are restaurants that have said the same thing, like no questions asked. If you need a meal, come in, which is, which is really cool. One, uh, one thing I'll mention quickly that has been good for me to realize is just thinking through our church. And the people who now 
um, may, may feel isolated or lonely, and then realizing there are people in our church who feel that all the time. Yeah. Because they live by themselves or they don't have family in the area or both or, or whatever. Their health is bad and so they don't go out much. And just kind of realizing, waking up to the fact like people live this every day. And, and for me, I, I just didn't think about that often. And it's, it's helped me realize, um, more that that's what most people, or that's what a lot of people, uh, live with all the time. I think it's like, it's really helping us be more, like people are just wanting to connect, you know, they're, they're afraid, they want to talk on the phone, they want to engage or FaceTime or connect and they're very open, they're very vulnerable. So they just, you know, it's, it's like you know people for a couple of years, but yet something that's happened, you can have a much more deep and real conversation. And, uh, so it's, it's definitely bringing people closer together, even by just calling them and checking on them and, and just interacting already has been a huge help. Nate, anything positive you've seen through this whole scenario? Uh, well, I'll mention a very light one first, but the best version of Twitter is when everyone on Twitter is talking about the same thing. Hmm. Uh, so like nationally televised sports events like the Super Bowl, or things like that. And so uh, it's been entertaining to have an entire platform all be discussing the same thing. And obviously a lot of it's like actual helpful information. And then obviously because it's Twitter, there's a lot of just humor around about it, which is always helpful. Uh, but kind of tying into uh, the things that Paul and Kevin, you both said, and then Rob and Kevin, like, there's going to be some really creative problem solving during this time. And I don't really care about the governmental side of problem solving. I, I mean, they can be very helpful. I'm not saying they're irrelevant, but the way that private citizens where through their businesses or through their own homes or their churches are going to help meet needs and meet people in the community where they are and even learn that they can operate their businesses differently and keep them going is going to be really interesting. I think, uh, and then the idea of we're going to find out some, I think we're going to be able to uh, learn some things about our churches in the sense that we'll be able to cut some of the, we'll be able to cut some of the unnecessary things, um, realize, oh, we have some things that maybe weren't actually the, <laughs> the main focus of the church. And uh, in a time like this, you kind of need to pare down, like, what are the actual absolute essentials that we need to be? getting, you know, communicating in our very limited fashion. So I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how the church handles it. I'm curious to see how society handles it. Just the adjustments and the paring down and what's going to really matter and what's not going to. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've, we've confused what is comfortable and, and cultural for what is essential. And this is going to, Expose the, the difference, I think. Uh-huh. Aaron, you've been quiet. Is that pizza that you know you didn't know? <laughs> it's rather greasy. I was if you can see, I was dabbing it with a paper towel for a while. So. I did see that. Yeah. Oh, shirt. So kind of a depression too. That's that's you go nip. You survive an earthquake. You just kind of <laughs> lose yourself in your thoughts. You deserve a better pizza you, after an earthquake. <laughs> Our school district was doing similar things where they were trying to, they were going to be distributing food today, but the earthquake shut it down, actually. So, oh, lame excuse. I know, I'm like, really though? You do what you want to do. Come on. <laughs> I don't understand. It said, it said on their tweet, due to the earthquake this morning, you will not be able to provide meals to the laptops. Oh, sad. We hope to resume these programs tomorrow. I don't understand what it was exactly that you know, all the food fell off the shelves. The coronavirus pandemic, we will not or be able your, to serve a community. That's why we were sitting there to begin with. Yeah. So that was a little suspect to me. I'm like, really? You guys can figure that out. We expect uh, the kids to log in for school, but we're not going to give them food. Yeah. So that's starting tomorrow. So a lot of 
Please, let the record show that uh, at Northland Camp, when we were delivering breakfast in bed, we never let natural disaster stop us from taking those greasy hash browns to those campers. A lot of times, it, a lot of times that breakfast was a natural disaster. <laughs> <laughs> these these stocky hash browns will reach our campers no matter what. <laughs> and make sure you leave seven Nutrigrain bars for your cabin yeah. cleanup bribe. That's right. That's because that's an automatic bonus. Everyone knows that. You know, you know what, uh, you know what you can't replace real well as far as, uh, the, the whole church thing and virtual church and live stream and all that. You I mean, a lot of things aren't the same. It's obviously not the same as far as the, the preaching and teaching goes and even the reaching out and connecting relationship. But, yeah. uh, you know, thankful to have some platforms to do it, but you, you, you can't replace singing together. That's, nope. that's, uh, Okay. Uh-huh. And if this goes for a while, uh, we we may have to figure out a few things. But yeah. uh, if this thing goes for a few, couple of months or a few months, I think that's going to be going to be a lot of void. But that's going to be a big one. It's going to be difficult. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We may we may do one song, but the problem with live streaming songs is they they suck. They sound terrible. Um. So. We might get a just kind of a group of people on one mic, to, so that there's like a little bit of a natural blend there. Six feet apart on one mic. What's that? Six feet apart. Six feet apart on one mic. <laughs> it's a big microphone. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe we might have to blur it on that one. Well, Aaron, you guys use the drums. So that's why you're being persecuted with the earth. <laughs> we use the drum. <laughs> the drum. <laughs> but. Yeah, we're, we're, we're paring down even more than we, what we did on Sunday. Sunday we had a very small group just so there can be like a congregation to sort of talk to. But it's just going to be the sound guy, the, the projection team, just the, the speaker. Like there will be 10 or fewer there on Sunday. And, uh, yeah, thank you. Not yeah. Yeah. Two. Yeah, we're doing, who's, who's doing live? Who's doing pre-recorded? We're doing live, live. live. We're doing pre-recorded. 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 Hey, what are you guys doing? So, uh, we believe that our church is following the Mark Dever model. Oh, I was wondering. I haven't met anybody yet that's doing that. Sabbatical. Sabbatical. Well, the Mark Dever model. We want our people to long to be together, so we're not going to give them a cheap. Well, (laughs) that is how one people, some would say it. And then there's also the, the, uh, the church is not actually like we don't gather on Sunday really truly for the preaching. So rather than like like be working to for the be office. the church to each other and find your preaching elsewhere. Like in a sense like we don't want like the idea that we don't want a full on sermon from the pastor being sent to you to be like, Oh, okay, we did church because Pastor Brad spoke to us today. So I think we're going to be getting helpful, I think we're going to be getting helpful, like, thought processes, they call them meditations, and possibly short videos, but I don't actually think our church is going to be piping in full-length sermons. Nate, are those, are those meditations going to basically metastasize into a sermon? That's what I'm wondering. Uh, knowing my pastor, yeah. They will be 40, they will be 48 minute long meditations with multiple points and application. Guys, I'm following Twitter pretty closely. I don't know if you, you've heard about this, but Monty Teo's girlfriend just tested positive for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too bad she's already gone. <laughs> oh, Twitter! Twitter is clever, man. Brutal. Oh, man. <laughs> That's what I was saying this morning. I was like, how can you roll out of bed in an earthquake and then make a quippy, pithy statement within two minutes? I'm like, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> Well, that's my, my whole life is waiting for those moments. Yeah, I don't know how I many like can 20, roll out of I have 20 or 25 things in my head. I'm just waiting to use at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> if I were to wake up to an earthquake, I got three. Bam, bam. I can have my draft. Yeah, that Western North Carolina fault line, I'm sure is true. <laughs> I feel amazed Nate can wake up in the morning and have these questions on Facebook that he, he has. Yeah. We've we've had three earthquakes since we've been here. Have you really? Yeah, like minor. <laughs> like I couldn't tell if it was an earthquake or just a dump truck or five. Confirm later. Somebody got upset. 
Hey, I do have one big concern um, about this whole deal. I have not received an email from Peace T telling me how they are handling this coronavirus. I think they're the only person I've purchased anything from from the last 25 years, or I browse the <laughs> website, or I shop in their store in the past 25 years. I've not received an email from. I think they're the last one. But has anybody heard from Peace T? Are they aware that there's a coronavirus? How are they handling it? Are they ceasing operations? I think I, need to know. I think I don't think tea is only a dollar. They have no money for a marketing or PR department. <laughs> I don't think you're, you're on their an email. You're not on their points reward system. <laughs> That's a good point. Peace tea is probably. The I'm not on Groupon. I'm not on Groupon's point reward system either. But I, I know what Groupon's doing. Here. <laughs> what's What's the most bizarre uh, company that's reached out to you via email? Uh, my dentist. Oh yeah, I got one from my dentist. <laughs> I got one from your dentist too. Uh, <laughs> I'm let me check my deleted emails and junk mail. I was, pretty, I was pretty pumped to get the one from Taco Bell. I was like, well, <laughs> well, yeah, oh, well I, 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 I would expect a phone call, but I guess this is fine. Well, <laughs> like the, the funny thing about Taco Bell is Taco Bell's like, guys, don't worry, we're clean. And it's like, Taco Bell, y'all ain't never been clean. Like, I don't believe this. And it was like, Taco Bell, we care about your physical well-being. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't. They talk about, we've known for years it's bad to walk into your doors. We'll do it again now if we have to. You can't stop us. They, Taco Bell could be the antidote. Yeah. Uh, as far as it prepared me. Yeah. I mean, the, the, worst email I've gotten, the worst email I've gotten is from my financial advisor. <laughs> Oof. Wah, wah, wah. He, yeah, called, he, called, me, he called me today. Oh, oh, well, those are the worst emails, the phone calls. <laughs> yeah, because he knows I, ha- I don't have enough that would warrant him driving 20 minutes to meet with you. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, boy, you to... said you said your online bank or whatever. All of my online banks. <laughs> I don't care how you're doing. <laughs> Keep my money intact. <laughs> What is there to transmit right now? Like, is sanitizing my online account? I don't understand. <laughs> We've put, put up some Norton, some Norton like, antivirus on our computers. Where I'm just, like, sitting there like, oh, you better not be. <laughs> like, what, like, what, am I, what am I assuming is happening right now? <laughs> we well, decided to keep all of your money. Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah. Yep. What are some of the worst uh, worst conspiracy theories we've heard regarding this? And, you know, you could say any conspiracy theory is, is bad, uh, and I would agree with you, but there's got to be some outlandish ones. Uh, and if you guys are, are thinking, I'll, I'll just give one, and I think it's pretty broad. Yeah. But but the, this, this whole thing is, of course, devised by somebody, fill in the blank, whoever it was, to cover up for something bigger. You know, so this is like a smoke screen. This is like, you know, don't look at the man behind the curtain for something else that's going on. And, uh, I'll be honest, if that's the thing, they got me. I'm not, <laughs> I'm fooled. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a conspiracy theory per, or per se, but, uh, a family member, I guess because everyone's sharing conspiracy theory, they just like, <laughs> just shared everything <laughs> like this is what i believe about all of it i'm like <laughs> okay. well, the, the, the biggest conspiracy theory that has impacted all of us actually started back months ago when one of the new news outlets started the rumor that wuhan was where toilet paper was made <laughs> and never went back and corrected it. And so, oh, one of the one of the networks said that uh, the most of the toilet paper in the U.S. was made in China. Oh my! Which was goodness. a total. Everybody went to, to grab toilet paper. Is that the reason? That's when people started grabbing it. It was like oh. a month ago, and then obviously the closer this came to us, for whatever reason. So. <laughs> and then yeah. it's just the herd mentality. You see other people grabbing that much toilet paper. How can you not? You have to. Like, better grab. You- do you think that people are actually going to buy more toilet paper because Taco Bell assuaged all these fears, and so people are actually just going to right, Taco Bell? <laughs> okay. 
I tell you what, if I was awakened by a 5.7 earthquake, I would be using a lot of toilet paper. <laughs> you guys must be totally out in Salt Lake right now. Paul, was that was that one of your 25 comments you had waiting? Oh, I was just I keep looking at this rubble, this pile of rubble, and thinking there's children behind. It. As I said, okay. morning, as I said this morning, I was scared shirtless. Yeah, there was a typo in that text you sent me. <laughs> Hey, you and, I'll pull that up for the viewers real quick. You and Laura Kennedy see that yeah, same type of thing. <laughs> oh, okay, who's gone, who's gone shopping at like a big retail place? And Okay, has anyone bought anything you're like, everyone's prepping for the end of the world, and I'm buying this very insignificant thing? I think I was buying like pork rinds. That's like all I've in Walmart. That's all I had. Pork rind, you guys. Getting ready for the end of the world. I'm on keto. <laughs> yeah. But did you get an email from the pork rind company afterwards? How they, they don't have a real strong marketing department. Not the swine flu. Oh, that's different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went. I went to the store and was just trying to buy. No, it, there wasn't anything eccentric about what I bought. Yeah, it was all the normal stuff. It's more fun to actually just go, so Friday night, uh, not in an, in an attempt to prep, uh, Emily and I just went to Costco and we realized that we went there for normal shopping while everyone else was preparing for the apocalypse. Yeah, and it, samples. <laughs> yeah, so we were like buying like things to make recipes and not like all the things that you could. So our cart was just full of like, relatively normal things and everyone else just had like 20 gallons of milk and like all the eggs and I'm just like you guys are going to have the most boring next month <laughs> indoors like what is I, I is just a really it, it seems like there are the two people there are people who are reacting what they think is properly and it's way overreacting and all they're going to have is toilet paper and eggs and that's not actually going to solve anything and then there's the people who don't think it's a big deal at all and neither one of those people are going to be very accurately <laughs> prepared for what's to come. Yeah, I waited in line for 15 minutes to buy wiper blades. Man. <laughs> yeah. wipe that coronavirus right off my windshield. I'm like, why is it nobody on the spice aisle? Like, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Bread, pasta, milk. And, like, that's going to be a lot of that. People crave carbs during crises. People carbs. during crises only think of, like, carbs and milk. Like, I think they're just like, this is what we Perishable. do with snow. The virus is going to... Yeah, we're going to lose electricity. Let's buy yeah. milk. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did buy a, a Brita water filter pitcher. And, well, that's smart. Yeah, but they were everywhere. There's, like, no one thought to, you know, nope. go with something that would purify their water. You can't wipe your butt with that. <laughs> What what is the thing what is the thing that uh if we actually were prepping for a month inside that mm-hmm. people should be stocking up on that are that they're completely overlooking mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they're overlooking this cuz I haven't been in stores but I would think like oh by me oh there you are okay <laughs> I would think like how do you switch spots dude yeah, yeah. It just happened. You just like blacked out and came back in. That was cool. My phone was telling me that battery was low, and apparently it cut into the screen. So. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, I would think like like, like, like toothpaste, <laughs> like simple stuff yeah, like but that. Like, but can, but doesn't it take you like a couple months to go through a tube of toothpaste? I mean, how many are you going to buy? <laughs> well, in our family, well, well, Costco, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and with him and Rob's family living downstairs. That's right. <laughs> That would have been great stock in the house. I just want to say that out loud. I haven't really done anything. When our kids squeeze toothpaste on their toothbrush, more of it gets in the sink than on the toothbrush. (laughs) Don't get me started on that. Anyway. Coke Zero for me, man. I just have to have Coke Zero. I cannot. Try to keep at least four or five bottles at all times in there. (laughs) It's my bloodstream. It's great. I think about prepping, and I'm like, I've got too many people to feed. I'm just not even going to ignore gonna make that. It. I'm just going to ignore it. And it's just like, we're good. <laughs> we're just going to have to vote one of the people out, and we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. And I'm just going to make sure I have the phone number for the chic. Right, Rob? That's all we need. Yep. They're still doing, they're still doing takeout. Who's been to the chic? Oh, 
Oh, it's a great <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> I thought you guys what came when you were up here. Well, Aaron, I don't think he's been to the Sheik. He's been to a different... Uh, we went to, yeah, we went to that lady who, like, mothered us the entire time. Eat more food. <laughs> like, all right. You don't like? No, no, we like. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard some good advice <laughs> as far as small businesses go, and that is if you, if you intend to, to go there in the future, then why not buy some gift cards there right now so oh, there's yeah. some of that money immediately, which I think is a cool yeah. idea, you know. Now, yeah. that could backfire. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you see them packing the truck two days later with <laughs> the restaurant equipment? That's to be some kind of level of trust there, you know, some mutual trust going on. <laughs> We've got a uh, a local pizza shop that all the gift cards purchased currently are going to go 100% proceeds to the employees who will not have the hours yeah. they'd normally get during dine-in. So kind of a, a twofer yeah. on that one. That's great. Yeah, we got a few of those around town. I think, uh, you know, I don't know, if you got to the extreme level, if you have uh, gas cans for uh, mowing the lawn, hmm. the gas cans full, <laughs> take a fuel, not to mow the lawn, but for a fuel shortage. <laughs> oh, I was like, Paul cares about his lawn. Eh? He does. I, you, I do care about my lawn. Fertilizer, you're going to need that little weed feed. Uh, He's got a nice grass. Um, oh, boy. And, oh. and then uh, cash. You probably need some cash around in case there is a uh, – mm-hmm. you have some sort of a uh, outage with technology and ability to purchase. Mm-hmm. It would be good to have a, a few bucks in cash. Aaron, Bitcoin's fine. They'll take it. <laughs> I have invested a little bit more in Bitcoin. It took a dive. We did. Oh. Time to buy now, man. What has it? Yeah. I, I invested a lot in my Roth IRA today, too. Not a lot for me. But, yeah. I actually bought stock in Paul's uh, retirement. <laughs> it was so low. I'm like, can I buy some of that? Yeah. I bought, I bought stock in Charmin. That's the only thing that's <laughs> skyrocketing right now. Oh, my goodness. I think the one industry that is actually taking off is like Zoom. I mean, everyone's using Zoom the last <laughs> week. Everybody. They've increased users by exponential. I read this interesting article about how Google Hangouts now is offering their pro version for free because everyone's <laughs> going to Zoom. Oh, they say, wow. Wow. they say that Zoom is like the new trendy. It's got more like the brand value. Background. Everybody, yeah. I'm going to start marketing backgrounds. I think I'd be a good thing. <laughs> I, I agree. Okay, I'm going to try to wrap this up a little bit. Just We've been talking for an hour. I have no idea. Wait, what's the one thing you'd stock up on, like, humorously? Jesus. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We tart jelly beans. I would, that time of year, I would go to the library and I would check out the maximum number of books, knowing (laughs) that I would not have to return them. (laughs) (laughs) I've... This is a little off topic, but I, I've been – my thought process lately has been um, – I've been tagging the line for tomorrow we die onto a lot of decisions. I've been making. <laughs> <laughs> so I normally eat half of a Cafeteria burrito. I, <laughs> I want to enjoy this entire thing right now. <laughs> eat, drink, and be gassy for tomorrow we die. Yeah, go back out those credit cards, buddy. I was in the middle of a cabbage soup diet to, to lose some weight, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go out this <laughs> Okay, so, uh, so actually, my my final question was kind of go along with that, Rob. What is one thing from the camp cage at Northland that you'd have to have with you if you entered quarantine for mm. you know, two months, or you're trying to hoard? <laughs> now you can have multiples of the same item. It can only be one item from the cage, and it has to be halfway down the left. So basically everything in the cage. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Me too. Um, so one um, thing you, from the cage you have with you for these, let's say three months, three months of of uh, isolation. Can I go first? Because I think I'm, I'm going to steal somebody's. Go for it. <laughs> I'm going to grab the Zorb so that I can self-quarantine go wherever. <laughs> <laughs> well, until it pops. You can go somewhere for a day. We'll be able to get up the hill safely. But. That's right. You, you don't have the trailer with you. <laughs> So we'll There's off. no way you can pull that cork in on yourself. You have to have somebody do that for you and inflate it. <laughs> Dude, you still, that's, you that's a dumb idea. Water. 
That's not water. <laughs> One of the trikes just for exercise, you know. Oh, that is so there is so much down there. I would uh I would take the racing helmets just so we would know that we'd finally found them. <laughs> I mean, that's, I take the labels together, uh, brochures. Take a race them up. <laughs> if we could find them, I don't know. We'll probably have to print them again. See, that's the hardest part about the helmets is, is knowing they're out there somewhere by themselves. I know. <laughs> they're isolating already. They've been isolating since 2014. <laughs> I think I would take um, either the Tippus, either mm. the Tippus or... Uh, or just those cases of tennis balls. Yeah. I would just throw them in my basement, and they would provide my dog would love them. I, you know what? If it, if I didn't take tennis balls, I would probably take the belly button tether ball. <laughs> That's the worst. I want to know how you would apply. <laughs> but I know where it's at. I can picture where it's at in the cage. I can picture more, more than that. Uh. Did I mention you're in isolation? <laughs> wow. Uh, maybe the whole bin of oh, look at the clock. Look at that time. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Past my quarantine bedtime. Guys, what I wouldn't give to do one more initiation down in the cage with the program. Mm. Mm. Teen M&M's, that vest. The whole, the whole shebang. You're in here, Pauls. Was was that really your tricycle one? Or was that was that what you were thinking? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, there's some uh, wiffle bat, a wiffle bat, and some wiffle balls. Yeah. There you go. How about how about those banner home run derby? What about pennant bucks? Are those going to be worth anything in the apocalypse? <laughs> <laughs> this will be something that Bob Jones survives in a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this has been fun. I, I think I just stopped the recording at some point, but maybe we can still talk. <laughs> the after party. Yep. What would Brother Steve say? Hey, let's, 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 let's talk offline. <laughs> yeah, head to the barn. That's right. That's right. Well, listeners, we have no idea if we're going to ever do this again. We have no idea if we'll survive. To do this we don't again. know if Zoom's going to kick <laughs> us off their platform. I love what's happening in your, in your back. <laughs> what? Oh. It's patriotic. <laughs> so patriotic. America. Yeah. Hollywood with the American flag. Was that part of Freedom Celebration? Make sure you get to YouTube. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you got to watch this episode, not just listen to it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Definitely. All right. On behalf of uh, Rob, Paul, Aaron, Nate, thanks for listening. <laughs>